0: Recently, I was watching TV and an old commercial had come on that I guess resurfaced uh, in the modern day. It involved three little boys. They lived in this family, and two of them were very, very particular about what they ate, and so they would always give it the sample, the new sample, or the cereal that their mother had bought for them because it was a new cereal, they would give that cereal to their little brother, Mikey. And it would say, let's give this cereal to Mikey, he'll eat anything. Has anybody ever seen that commercial? Okay. Yeah, well, some of the older people have. Okay, like I said, I think it's resurfaced. Well, when little Mikey would eat the cereal with enthusiasm, then they too would join in. Oh, boy, that looks good. Let's let's go ahead and eat. In a great majority of cases, persuasion is the only way to gain conversion of our fellow men when we say, I know, I know what Jesus is like. I know what Jesus can do. And I ask you to try it. You might like it. However, there is little use in telling people that Christ will bring them joy and peace of heart if our own lives are gloomy and unhappy. As Catholic Christians, we should rejoice. We have the true faith. And because people will only be persuaded to try a new way when they see that it has ended in something desired, some end desired of our experience. In the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it gives us the same words of Jesus that a prophet has no honor in his own country. Jesus had left Judea and was traveling to Galilee to avoid the controversy that was present there whenever he was around. And traveling to to, uh, Judea, uh, Galilee, would allow him a little peace, a little relaxation, because his time of conflict had not yet come. And Jesus was hoping that he would have rest there. The Gentile royal official who begged Jesus to help him truly believed in his heart that Jesus could and would help him. And it was most probably because he had actually seen him do marvelous deeds in Jerusalem. Deeds for which there was no logical answer. This royal court official had to travel twenty miles, twenty miles on foot. That's like going across the twin span on foot. How many of you have gone across the twin span? How long does it take, 45 minutes? Can you imagine walking across the twin span? This court official walked 20 miles because he had faith that this carpenter, this lowly carpenter could do something for his son, could cure his son and nothing, nothing would stop him from trying to save the life of his son. And so he made that journey had this man been unfaithful, Jesus may not have granted his request and we would have lost a great teaching moment in our Gospels. I'm quite sure that when Jesus said, your son will live, it was difficult for the man to turn around and go back home, but with great faith and reassurances of Jesus Christ that he had given him, your son shall live, he departed for home and was rewarded for his great faith when his servants met him as he was on his way home and said, your son is recovering, he will live. When when he asked them when he started recovering, they said it was about one o'clock in the afternoon and he immediately, immediately realized that it was at that same hour that Jesus had son said, your son shall live. And not only the man, but his whole household came to believe and became followers of Jesus Christ. Just as this royal official had faith in Jesus' ability to cure his son, if we too have faith when we ask Jesus for a special favor or a petition, he will hear and grant our prayer, but only if it's in accordance with God's holy will, and it will contribute to the eternal salvation of our mortal soul. Amen.